0: Jai Sadhguru, there everyone. Good morning. My name is Sri and I have joined this satsang from Cary, North Carolina. I welcome you to yet another awaited weekly Sunday satsang session. Our lifestyle has evolved to be stressful and current pandemic is only adding to this stress and the hardship in the life. That brings us to today's topic, uh, stress in life and how to navigate through the difficult times. Before we get started, let's invite Divine, Divine Sadhguru energy. I will request Aishwarya to recite Swagat Gan.
1: Thank you. Aishwarya, santa
2: Hello? Yeah we, can, yeah, we can hear her voice. There's no problem. Am I
0: audible?
2: Yeah, you were also audible, and Aswarya is also audible.
1: Achaswagatanitia guru wa shubha gama. ajaswagatanitya Swagatanitia Guru Santasho Pagama Ata Moetia
0: difficulties.
2: Yes, it looks like uh, you have a speaker. issue
1: Joti so madrasa. To Shadura Guna Dura Karike Shaddhansabhana Ye. Shakti Dwarah Tahye. Kule Dwarah Shabdha Sagara Bhakta Janana Janasada, follow Aishwasekshak, chanaana bachaye. Ajaswagata, Nitya, Guru, ar, Santasho, Back to you. Thank
0: you, Aishwarya. Next prayer is Gan. Uh, let's pray to the Sadguru to, to eradicate differences and for universal peace. Let this earth be a heavenly place with no sorrows. I again request Aishwarya to recite Mangal.
1: Thank you. Nama bhavo bheta sarva bhoma samashti satta Dhyatma-rācha-panāyay Vesha-bhāsha-bhāva-jagamaya Jñāna-paradara-sāyay Samriti sukh shanti dharatala, swarga Bhoomi bana iye, vishwa shiksha gajana sadafala, niti swara bana iye, vishwa shanti nama Mangala
0: Thank you, Aishwarya. So let's jump right into our first question, um, which is about hardship in life. We, we have our beloved uh, Vijayaji to answer our question. So Vijayaji, um, the time brings ups and downs in life. How do we sail through uh, transient times when things are not in our favor?
3: Jay Shri Guru Dev.
4: Agandam dhalakaram, vyaptam ye chara charam, शितं येन तस्मै श्री नमः अंतमंत्राकारहे व्यापक विश्व सो anubhava so mein I say bow down to the omnipresent agudev pujaniya mata ji sadguru tra adhikari sansparshi maharaj and i bow down to sant Prav- Srinam Devji maharaj
3: all respected gurubhai gurubahan it's a moment of great pleasure for all of us that despite
4: all different challenges odds in our life we
3: are always committed to gather together for the holy satsang the glory of holy is such that it is the satsang that Changes our inner core and prepare us in a state which Is then immune to any ups and downs in the life
4: Time brings ups and downs
3: certainly and every one of us have gone through that But what is ups and what is downs the definition of ups and downs may differ based on the personality of the people. It totally depends on what is our frame of reference when we say that uh, it is the down time in my life or it is the up time in my life. It totally depends on the frame of reference. If the frame of reference is Certain physical parameter Then it is easy to measure on that frame of reference But the question remains is it right parameter to measure ups and downs? So whatever is the the parameter in our life and we see downhill or uphill in our life When it is downhill it's easy to sail through because it's all supportive You just have to roll into that and you don't have to apply any force life rolls like anything But when there is uphill You have to put extra effort because Gravity will pull you down and going against gravity becomes little difficult So how do we sail through those moments when you are in need of putting some extra effort? When the gravity is against you Well, it totally depends on the attitude It totally depends on what attitude we carry in our life Are we a fighter? Are we somebody who is looking after, looking for the improvement in our personality? Are we looking for opportunities where you can exercise your your ability? Your. You know, the the endurance. Totally depends on you or are you are you a person who just. Don't want any. Field any testing field in your life you don't want to go through any test are you that kind of person so it totally depends on the attitude what attitude should we carry in our life our guru has very clearly said that not only in the spiritual field but even in our day-to-day life. If we do not carry the attitude of a warrior, if we don't have the courage to go against our mind, then the life will always be very unstable. The experience of life will be very transient whether it is the moment of joy or the moment of suffering it is our own attitude that decides whether you want to turn this tragedy into bliss or you want to or you be in the state of suffering even in the moment of joy it totally depends on our attitude and our inner state So to sail through any those momentary times of struggles, of challenges, we must take those moments as a moment of bl- blessings. Santanam Deji Maharaj has very beautifully sent shared his thought on this he said that any moment of struggle any challenge in our life is a moment of blessings from almighty why is that so it is because uh, only with friction you shine if there is no friction you stay at a you know certain characteristics and you become stagnant with it but when there is a moment of friction in in our life that is when we get an opportunity to shine today if lord rama is worshiped if he is looked upon with great respect it is all because he showed his his character in all moments of struggles so those moment which we think is a dawn moment in our life it totally depends on the frame of reference for warriors those moments are really the moment of blessings and they use that opportunity to put extra effort and exercise their their character to sail through it and only one who persists with the full potential eventually become victorious that is the law of karma that is the law of karma the karma is in our hand not in God's hand. Karma is in our hand. What is in God's hand is the fruits of the karma. So, in all moments, whether it is the up moment or the down moment, we must know what karma is good for me. Because that is in our field, in our domain. We need to always be very persistent with choosing the right karma and exercise our full, full potential in committing those karmas gracefully within the righteousness it is those moment when the lord is testing our character how do we sail through These testing times So those are definitely the moment of blessings because when we are tested then we are rewarded If we are not tested, there'll be no reward also The real satisfaction in life comes when we pass through the struggle Otherwise there is no satisfaction. There is no happiness in life without struggle Without struggle, the happiness will just you know, dilute to zero because our frame of reference for happiness become what we are. If any prince is born prince, then for him, the happiness is not the money because he already has the money. His frame of reference has already saturated to that level right when he was born. His frame of reference for happiness would be something else. So. If there is no struggle in life. Believe me, there is no satisfaction in life, only when there is struggle and still if you persist with. The honest effort from our side, it is through that honest, righteous effort that we start deriving happiness just by being dutifully uh, or being bound to the duty and performing those duty and being able to perform those duty start giving immense happiness in life so moment of friction maybe for somebody it is a moment of friction but for warriors those are the moment of blessings yeah thank you
0: Thank you, Vijayji. That was, uh, you know, beautiful and detailed explanation as usual. Um, so, if anyone else has any other questions related to this, you know, or, or if they would like to get more insight into this question, uh, please come forward, unmute yourself, and ask your question. Yes, sir.
5: This is Maya here,
0: Pennsylvania. Just
5: I have just a question for Vijayji. Uh, when ups and down comes, we many times see you know a uh, deviation from our meditation practice. We do not stay in the same level uh, the way we would normally there are times, sometimes it grows deeper. Uh, But sometimes the problems are so much on the head that we want, desire is there, but uh, the intensity doesn't come because the Prakriti is more what situation around us. So how to keep that balance the same somehow between the situations and practice?
3: Yeah, very good question. First of all, the bhav is always internal bhav is not measured by the participation bhav is always internal and the god has given us only two hands when god has given only two hands definitely our participation is limited god has not given us infinite hands so participate participation in activities does not reflect our bhav but our bhav is very internal very stable it does not goes up and down by the participation or by not participating into any activities so when there is an emergency where your hands are busy in Handling those emergencies, of course your hands will not be available for certain other activities But does it mean that it is diluting our bow towards those activity of course not It is very practical to You know Make the right decision that whatever demands the urgent attention we have to put our Wholehearted effort towards meeting that urgency. But it doesn't mean that if we don't pay attention to other important things, we are actually going away from that. It does not mean that. In Vihangam Yoga activities, also, there will be Naimittic Seva. That's why Swamiji said there are two kinds of Seva Naimittic Seva and Niyamit seva, meaning there are certain seva which are regular, and then there are certain seva which are occasional. And whenever there is an occasional seva, for example, there is an annual celebration that happens once a year. So all other days, people will be, you know, committing their time towards a, a lengthier. Meditation and regular satsang. But when there is an annual celebration and Sadhguru Dev has, let's say, given some particular seva to certain group of people, they will devote their 24 hours a day towards that seva only. In fact, there'll be days and nights when they will not even meditate because for them. Performing that activity at that point of time is the best seva for Swamiji. In fact, even behind meditating and joining satsang or doing seva is just one purpose. One purpose strengthening our relation with the Sadhguru. Why do we sit for meditation every day? So that our relation with the Sadguru does not weaken, it only strengthens. That's why we sit every day. But when we are in, let's say, Swamiji Seva, when we are already with Swamiji, at that point of time, when it is, let's say, five o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and Swami, you are with Swamiji at that point of time. Will you say Swamiji Swamiji I it's time for me to meditate. I have to remember my guru at this point of time. Will you will we take leave from Swamiji and then go and sit in front of Swamiji only to meditate? Of course not because we are already with Swamiji at that moment. Our prime most duty is to just keep our consciousness with Swamiji for every Little indications from his eyes, from his fingers, from his body, not necessarily from speech. When any sevak is, is with Swamiji, he has to be in the, the best vigilance at that point of time. Maybe Swamiji will indicate just with fingers, maybe with just eyes. His complete sadhana at that point of time is to just look at Swamiji, nothing else. So even behind meditation, even behind satsang, even behind seva is Sadhguru only. So the essence has to be kept in heart, not the activities. Activities doesn't define the essence, but the essence defines the activities. So when there is a critical moment in our life, of course, we have to, resolve that criticality first and when we resolve that criticalities we still keep our bhav towards sadguru towards vihangam yoga towards spirituality as it is when there is no re- criticality with the limited hands we certainly have to meet the the urgency first and Swamiji's also always always say that those who rush to Swamiji say that I don't like job, I don't like family, I just want to surrender to you, Swamiji. I don't even want to marry. The first thing Swamiji will say that you go back home, complete your educations, join a job or start a business, then come to me.
4: Because Swamiji
3: is. Very He wants everything to be such It doesn't happen that on an instant moment your mind is you know, like at the height of spiritual uh, Emotions and in that temporary height of spiritual emotions you make some decisions Because those decisions also will be very temporary the very next moment when something else happens in your life, your mind will will fall down to God knows to what level. And then you may regret. Oh, I mean, where am I? So, So these uh, journey, the spiritual journeys are not traveled with uh, emotions, with heightened emotions, but they are traveled with sahajta in the heart. We have to be naturally spiritual, not driven by the mental emotions. We have to be naturally spiritual. When you are very natural with the spirituality, when everything is very sahaj, everything is just very natural that is where the spirituality is so if the situation demands our attentions for certain urgency we don't have to you know take the emotional decision at that moment that oh no 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 i my duty is to always remain in seva sadhana and satsang these emergencies uh, cannot uh, detract me from seva sadhana satsang. Taking decisions like this is actually not a practical decision. It's not a natural decisions. Rather, those are the moment where we have to exercise our learnings, our characters. So instead of running away from problem, we have to actually go and solve the problem. And show our character over there. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Vijayji. So, Mayaji, I hope uh, your question is answered.
5: Vijay, thank you, Sriranji. Thank you, Vijayji. Thank you so
0: much. Okay. So, at this stage, I would like to welcome people who may have joined this satsang for the first time if there are any new joinees on the phone, uh, could you please unmute yourself and introduce yourself? Okay, so looks like we do not have um, new joinees on the call today. Um, So, So in this question, we did see that, you know, the ups and downs are basically the frame of mind, Uh, you know, how we look at that situation, you know, how we, what is our attitude uh, towards the ups and downs or the hardships in life, whether we consider them as the issues or do we consider them as the opportunities to make ourselves better person or, you know, to learn from something from it and then move on so this this definitely helps uh, you know in understanding how to look at you know what is uh, how to look at the issues in life and how do you use that for our betterment so this is definitely something that we should keep in mind um, and you know i, I hope that uh, uh, All of us uh, change our perspective towards how we uh, look at the difficulties in life and make ourselves better. So let's move on to the next question. So is uh, there anything like in favor or not in favor? Or is it just all made up by our own mind? Um, so this is a really interesting question because you know we we always keep on thinking that things are in my favor. Sometimes we say that uh, you know when similar situation occurs, based on the circumstances, we might think that it is not in our favor. So, Vijayji, um, could you please help us understand uh, you know how to look at things uh, whether they are in favor of uh, or not in favor of us.
3: Yeah, of course, uh, we we were discussing uh, even in this direction in the previous question as well. The thing is. uh, You know, it's always said that there is. uh, Always a way in every. Situation when things looks that your loss of. Rays now it's all darkness nothing is visible but uh, those who are optimistic they always find a way out of it
2: so in
3: favor and not in favor those who who think that uh, this is what my life should be those who think that this is what my life should be and they define the life in all finer details that is where the problem is people think that the life should be very objective people think that life should be well defined i should have these many houses i should have this much money i should have this much salary i should have these many kids people want to lead a very objective life and so they have a very definite parameters in life they are very definite parameter in life very physical very physical because the moment you are saying objective objective simply means physical people have physical parameter of life and when you're very physical parameter of life that is where we go wrong because life is beyond physicalities we cannot bind life within the periphery of physical parameter we cannot say that the life should be this much salary life should be this these many kids life should be me in this place life should be this and that we are very physical parameter of life But the life that we are is beyond physicality So when we that the things are not in my favor We certainly define that in terms of physical parameter Otherwise if we go beyond physicality if we go in terms of who we truly are we are a spirit we are a spirit and what is our prime goal of life our prime goal of life are not physical objective parameters to meet but our prime goal of life is to liberate us from the physical parameters to be untouched by the change of the physical parameters that is our goal of life physical parameter of life may change the variables will change but you remain constant because you are a constant entity you are not a variable entity you are somebody who is a spirit an eternal entity but today we are driven by several variables in life And so when the those variables show different values, different colors, we think that our life is changing. Because we are measuring our life with those parameters. And that is why you know I again quote Santana Devji Maharaj. He says that life is not about what, but life is about how. It is not about what what do we do and what is in my life it doesn't life is not about that in fact the happiness and the sorrow is also not about what it is about how we always have to look at the how aspect of our life how do we behave how are we leading our life situations is what so your situation may be You know, the difficult situation or or very conducive situation. Those are the what parameter, but the how parameter is how you tackle the difficult situation and how you tackle the favorable situations. Do we get very too excited? Do we get too excited, overjoyed when the situations are completely frictionless or do we get uh, too bogged down, demoralized when the situation is against so the how aspect is what defines what kind of life we are leading our life must not be measured by the physical parameter what we possess in life in fact there are many millionaires and billionaires who would have died and people would not have known him, but those who are known by the world are those who show some character in life, who goes beyond their physical, mundane life, and shows the character of maybe being very serving in nature, serving the poors, doing something good for others. That is not about what that is, about how how you are conducting your life, how do you perceive your life? So when there is. uh, Situations in front of us, whether it is in favor or not in favor. People think favor and not in favor only in terms of physical parameters, which have no meaning to who we are. In fact, this entire world. This entire world is. Not in favor of us. If. We look at little deeper. So what is in favor, do we think that the. The the good, happy situation is in favor of us. If we really go very sarcastically sarcastic sarcastically in this um, thought, and and if we look at it if let's say the world seem very pleasing to you This very sense of pleasant and pleasantry around us Is that in favor of the soul? If we start looking at it, then we'll realize that actually you know when you are amongst the pleasantries then there is high chance that our chances of building our character the chances of uplifting the soul away from the worldly subjects would reduce because everything is in your favor and you will be killing your time, you'll be losing your time just in those pleasantries. The valuable breath of human life would go west, just being in that pleasantries. And when the life is gone, when we are, let's say, at the deathbed, or when we get aged, that's when we realize that whether those pleasant pleasantries around us was actually favorable to me or not in favor of me. At that moment we realize, because then we realize, oh my God, it's been too late to realize that I am a spirit and I should have put my effort towards the devotion and liberation because this is not what I am. And there is nothing in this world which is going to make me completely satisfied the satisfaction that I seek is not in the world, but it will be too late to realize if we lead our life in pleasantries. So what is in favor and what is not in favor? How do we define that? If we define, if we look at the life as an opportunity, then everything will seem in favor then. Then the entire world is in your favor. When the difficulties come it is in your favor because it is allowing you to build your character when the pleasantries are around You I think you're not audible Everything is in favor of you because now our attitude of life is different. Now we want to take this as an opportunity. This human life is an opportunity to liberate. This human life is an opportunity to realize what is Almighty and who we are as a spirit. This human life is an opportunity for the spiritual growth. So if we take this as an opportunity, then the entire world is in our favor favor so what is in favor and what is not in favor these definitions are just the reflection of our frame of mind they do not exist there's nothing like favor and not in favor in reality every in every situation you have an opportunity if you take it as an opportunity then everything is in favor only thank you
0: Thank you, Vijayji, for such a beautiful explanation. It definitely changes the perspective towards life. You know how do we see things? How do we see each situation in life? and you know um, what identity of ourselves we use to look at those situations that life throws at us? Um, I, I hope that this question was uh, clear to everyone. If anyone has uh, any other thoughts they would like to share, uh, please go ahead and mute yourself.
2: Jaisat yes, Gurdev, this is Yogesh.
0: Jaisat yes, gurudev Yogesh. So
2: uh, I understand it is uh, depend on frame of our mind when we uh, face a difficult situation, but. Is it not also uh, uh, true when, for example, somebody is going through a physical pain or somebody faces uh, uh, their uh, affectionate person loss or something like uh, some severe sorrow that you physically experience? So it is beyond the mental state, right? The person is actually experiencing the the pain so when that kind of situation comes how how do we handle that yep
0: that is good
3: yeah yeah definitely those are the moments that shows the reality of where we are in fact. Let me tell you, in fact, the positive side of the, that uh, side of life, the, the positive side is there are many people. Who are so much lost into the world. That. The spiritual truth for them. Is letting they say that these things do not exist but only when those mishaps happen in their life that is when suddenly their vivek their intellect is awake and then they start perceiving the life in the reality they they break that shackle of ignorance only when such kind of mishaps happen in life so those are the moments when people's Inner thought will start changing. Somebody too attached to, uh, take the example of, uh, I think Kalidas. Kalidas was uh, too attached to his wife, very attached to his wife. And uh, I think only when the wife uh, left her or showed her or told her something very harsh, that's what opened his mind. And then his thought about life and about spirituality totally changed. So, any hardship in life, of course, because we are attached to it, so there will be suffering. There will be suffering. But how to go through that suffering? Again, the how part will come. There is a moment of suffering but those suffering is also slowly telling us that the life that we thought life is is actually different than what we thought life is moments of gain and loss so this will keep happening there must be something beyond this and then those people let's say who lose their dear ones and all they get more attracted towards spirituality those are the harsh reality our fathers our grandfathers when they get old they will leave our life those are the harsh reality and we will feel the pain for them when they leave but that is the part of the life and they They are important part of our life because uh, only when those things happen in our life We remodel our thought into what align better with the spirituality If if nobody will die around us Liberation If nobody dies if nobody gets sick and there is just you know quarrel with each other. People are just full of ego and just doing their own stuff. There will be no happiness as such. People will just have their own temporary moment of happiness. But only when the harsh things happen in life, then only people are shaken. otherwise, little things here and there people are not shaken much because people are so much in ignorance. The shell of ignorance is so dense that it needs the earthquake it needs the earthquake to to bring crack in those shell of ignorance and these harsh moments of life losing dear ones or something very harsh in life are those earthquake good for freeing us from that that shell of ignorance so those are the moments go through those phases early in life in fact those persons are more evolved more matured so i would say that everything is a blessing people should take everything as you will feel pain certainly but then those pain are something like a ladder for you to grow more matured and then eventually become a more spiritual person
5: Yeah, Vijayji, this is Chitralika, I have a question. So where is karma becoming a part, uh, ji? Because sometimes we say, oh, this is our karma, that's why we are suffering. This is where, you know, when something beyond control or even something that is controllable, controllable, but people don't take any steps, but they term, this is our karma, this is our fate. So how can we distinguish... uh, Ignorance or laziness or inability. How do you define all these things?
3: See eventually how you conduct your life is your karma that is for sure when we say ignorance Ignorance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very sorry। <laughs> no, 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 no
6: problem.
3: It's always pleasure to have you here. Yeah.
6: Okay. okay. Uh, if you are done, I have one question. Uh, yeah. Yeah, please. Mm. Uh, it's not a question. It's uh, just like uh, it's a very good example. Yesterday I was listening uh, Mr. Biden's speech. The our new president. Yeah, he had so many miseries like uh, his wife died his son died and he wanted to do suicide but uh, later on uh, the internal energy whatever he had so today he became uh, President of us So I think that uh, he he must have very strong internal energy Uh, and uh, one thing you gave example for Kalidas. I think uh, it was Tulsi
3: Oh Tulsi uh,
6: okay okay yeah. Maybe and uh, yeah. when uh, his his wife he was so much attached with his, uh, with the love, then his wife said, Lajna lagat aapko, dhore ये प्रभु से तेल लगाते आप तो गाते कान पहुंच जाते तो वो दिल बात ऐसी लगी कि उन्होंने रामचरितमानस रच दिया तो <laughs> तो इट वाज आपका जो इट आई थिंक सार यही है जैसे हम अथवा पाठ करते हैं तो बोलते हैं दुख दारू सुख रोग ब्या जा सुख तामना होए दुख जो है दवाई है, है और सुख जो है बीमारी है <laughs> so <laughs> hai, aapki, uh, wo wo hai, So uh, Thank you very much Key very 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 effective. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, I thank, thank you. Thank for correcting me. Yeah, thank
2: you for
6: that
3: okay, okay. Uh, So Legaji, yes, so the ignorance when we say that, uh, is it ignorance? The ignorance is uh, reflected by our karma only. What karma we choose, that's what will tell whether we are leading the life in ignorance or we are leading the life in wisdom. So karma is our driving factor of life. And that is why it is said everything is our karma. So whether you look at in the perspective of ignorance and wisdom, or in the perspective of karma. Eventually, it is the karma which is the interface of your ignorance also. Are we ignorant? Are we in wisdom? What is the interface which is going to tell us that this person is leading the life in wisdom? It is our karma. And that is why it is said everything is karma.
2: So, Thank
7: you. Yeah. Yeah. so
5: karma uh, so how we what we got or what we have been given is karma but we have to come out of it or how, how if somebody let's say I just wanted to take my brother, you know, he's always lazy, and he's not doing anything. Even I say so many things, he's not listening. So, should I term is it karma or it's his laziness? You know, my mother is like giving up on him. So, for people like that, I'm just um, quoting. I'm really confused. I really want right. that kind so, of
3: thing. Yeah. So let me tell you one thing that uh, the soul is. Bound to the fruits of karma. I Mean in in short we say that this is his karma, but actually what it means is People are bound to the fruits of karma But karma by itself is the reflection of the freedom of the soul You are free to do karma every moment Karma is not destiny. The fruits is the destiny Karma is not the destiny the fruits of the karma is our destiny Karma is always something that we are free to perform. We have to choose the right karma at every moment of life and Based on what you choose our what we choose our karma decides the fate of our life so the fruits of karma is what we are bound to, not the karma by itself, the fruits of karma. Karma is something that will lead us towards the spiritual growth. Because it is through karma, we, because we karma is also a kind of karma. It's just a special kind of karma. So these vi the karma is what will lead us towards a state when the spirituality will happen in our life. So karma is the uh, Reflection of the freedom of the soul soul is always free from the Almighty soul is always free from the Almighty in terms of choosing the karma so when we Are given a situation the choice is always ours how to react to that situations and that is what the Almighty keeps watching He keeps watching given this situation What is the karma that this person this soul does and based on that he decides the fruits? the bondage for that soul So any moment if anybody is uh, idle not choosing anything in their life of course the there is effect of several other karma that they have done Because that's what the sanskara is all about sanskara is all about the Reflection of karma that we have been engaged in all You know previous life or this life Those together build our character our sanskara and then accordingly we choose the future karmas those who are let's say you know very helpful in nature suddenly if somebody comes in front of him in urgent need of something because he has been very helpful always he will feel for that person and would like to do something for him why because that's the kind of karma he has been doing before also so his character is like that and whereas the other person who has never been helpful to anybody for him if any any other crying person come to him he will say hey go go from here please go to somebody else why so because that's the kind of character he is built by performing those kind of karma but at any moment You always have a chance to change yourself You're not bound to what you have been doing so far You are bound to only the fruits of those karma But you're not bound to choose only one side of karma and then reject the others. No, you're not bound. you're free at any moment maybe today people come to satsang and their thought changes and that is where the satsang is so important satsang changes the course of our karma whatever is the series of karma we were caught into whatever kind of karma we were bound to and we were trying we are always you know aligned to rather whatever kind of karma we are aligned to our alignment towards other side of karma is strengthened, or or the alignment is drifted or changed by these satsangs. Satsang is that's why so important. It changes the course of our actions, and then we start choosing what is right for us. So any moment our karma can change. All we need is satsang. So your brother needs satsang. Nothing, nothing uh, else. He needs satsang. He needs to somehow attend satsang.
8: Thank you so much, very helpful. Yes, Sadhguru, this is Anand Akte. Uh, I have a comment to make that uh, the
0: karma, that is the word in English, it has a different meaning than the Indian uh, word, Hindi word karma. Whereas the Hindi word is about action, the English word is about the result of the action. that, to me, sometimes creates some confusion, so I think that is point we should understand. Right, right.
3: That's correct, that's correct. Uh, and This is... Uh... Hello?
9: Yes, yes, we can hear you. Please, go ahead. Yeah, uh, this is Neil. So I have two points to add. Um, I think this is a very good discussion. So regarding that um, spirituality and uh, like Vijayji was saying, there should be some earthquake. So I have been reading a lot of books about near-death experience. So people who have uh, almost died and then came back. Um, and and all of those 99% of those experiences, they're all high-profile doctors and all um, I've been reading about. Even Alexander, who is a, big neurosurgeon and he was in coma for nine days as he was he died and he came back after nine days so all all of those experiences say that when that kind of earthquake happens uh, you know they they died and came back they when they were in coma or something would have happened they saw they experienced the big light they experienced that it is nothing everything is nothing but compassion everything is un- unity everyone is united there's no difference So, you know, if you read all those books, you know, it all says all these money, all these prosperities, all those physical things has no value uh, when they were experienced uh, uh, those phases of life. So that says that um, um, it is nothing but all oneness and spirituality is the only thing that should be, you know, uh, the core of our life. That's one, and I wanted to add another thing that uh, uh, it says that so, there is something like karma and all we are talking. So I, I was also reading, and some someone says I'm I'm a bit skeptical, but somewhere I read that it says that it is a soul level before even we are born, there is a soul level. Uh, they say agreement between whoever they are coming to, whichever souls will be attached to um, to that soul's life. So it's all pre decided. And uh, um, all those, all the events that are happening in our life are kind of predetermined, and it's kind of a soul has agreed. So some, someone who is suffering, and someone is a caregiver. In the previous lives, maybe it was other way around. So it is all about experiencing different situations and evolve through it and grow through it. So uh, I have been reading all of these things, so and th- those are all inclined towards the spirituality. That's what I wanted to add.
0: Thank you, Neelji. Yes, that is uh, definitely true. So what you were referring to was uh, called as Prarabdha. So basically before uh, soul takes birth in this, you know, either in human form or any other creature, they, there are uh, karmas which are called as Sanchit karmas for which, you know, the fruit has not borne by the soul yet. So those are determined, and based on those, uh, you know, prarabdha karmas or or the prarabdha uh, body gets decided, and you know that is all. We also refer to that as our destiny. So yes, I think um, you know this is uh, really good to hear from different people. You know, it's um, you know it's always joy to see that more people are getting involved in these kind of satsang and benefit.
8: Mm, no, um, sorry. Get... If we have time, I have one, one quick question, sir. Related to the same topic. This is Narayan here. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Narayan,
8: just yeah. yeah, Vijayji, the question here is related to whatever we discussed so far, like Yogeshji started and then someone else asked the question. For example, I'll take a couple of examples quickly. I have some back pain developed in this uh, last 15, 20 years or maybe sometime. And there is another person. Uh, for example, someone met with an accident and then they lost some some limbs, right? So either hands or, or in some some part of the body. So what could be the reason? It could be like previous karmas, like uh, sanchit karma, or is it something like kriyamana karma that we call like the the way we live here? So what could be the reasons? This kind of a karma. I know karma is definitely playing a part, but what kind of karma is yeah. it, and how do we so, avoid that?
3: So 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 if let's say we don't take care of the body and um, we develop some kind of disease in our body will we consider that uh, you know this was prarabd or will we consider that this was our present action when when everything is very clear to us that yes i could have done better uh, maybe i faltered on uh, taking right care of my body if if something which was in our hand and we did not do well in that it could be the mixed of prarabdha and the present action because what we experience in current life is three things what we experience in current life is three things one is The fruit of our prarabdha. The second is the fruit of our current actions. And third one is the fruit of the mixed actions, the prarabdha as well as the current action. So, what does it mean? It means like this that let's say it was our prarabdha that our body was made more fragile than the other person's body which was like strong right from the birth itself so prarabdha is already playing a role there but what is our current action playing a role here current action is playing a role knowing that my body is more fragile now how do i conduct how do i take care of my body maybe the other person who was born strong he does not need to take care of the body that much as i need to do because i am born weak if something like this happens, then now your present action will decide how how much Healthy you can keep your body your present action will decide because your prarabdha is definitely constantly playing a role Because your body itself was given a weak body right from birth. It was beyond your control in this life It was a result of maybe your previous life. So you already got a weak body. Let's say now how do you take care of the body now let me tell you in my family in my family my grandfather was diabetic. diabetic okay so so for sure my father my my uh, cha ji both of them were diabetic and for sure my brothers who um, were not uh, taking care of the body all of them became diabetic and because i know that i am prone uh, to get diabetes very easily if I don't take care of my body, I have to exercise every day. I keep exercising every day and out of all brothers, I am the only one left who have not become diabetic yet. So my prarabdha is definitely there to make my body more fragile towards it. But my present action is what is helping me. I'm exercising every day and I'm keeping control of my chances of diabetes so We should always look upon our present action. That's it Because prarabdha anyway will play a role but it is your present action that will give you the way out of it So the only thing that is in our hand is our present actions That's all we do not need to think beyond it because Whatever is whether the life will be an easy sail through or a difficult sail through That is what is decided by our prarabdha. But whether we will sail through or not that is divided, decided by our present action So eventually we have to just concentrate on our present action. That situation is difficult Maybe it's our prarabdha, but whether we will face this and go through it. That's our present action
0: yeah. Thank you
5: Yes,
0: good day, Sri Ranji. There is a question on the chat. Yeah, I just opened the chat. Um, so the question is, when we have some thoughts and we think it's not right thought, um, and please forgive me, will that karma be forgiven? Okay. So. Uh,
3: I'll just extrapolate this question to make it more uh, um, uh, effective also in the sense that. Many times we think that. If we are innocent. Innocent meaning somebody who just does not know. Innocent he's he's not exposed here. She's not exposed to the things and in innocence he is doing something. Not willingly not knowingly in innocence Then is his karma forgiven Take an example of I always take this example that When you are walking on the road And innocently you stepped on the nail Will the god forgive you and uh, will help you not getting hurt by the nail or you will bleed even without knowing you step on a nail you will still bleed that's how the karma is why
7: we are innocent the question is there
3: why we are innocent? why we did not know so there is an effect of that too if we are innocent why we are innocent because the soul did not strive to know Because soul did not strive to know if soul will have urgent seeking for everything Then the soul would have known so much by now Because soul did not strive to know so their life was deprived of all the wisdom and the soul is like innocent and We think that in innocence if he does anything you can forgive that that's fine that is our part of action if somebody not knowing does something to us not intentionally but just innocently then it is our part of action you know it's 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 something in our part whether we forgive them or we uh, you know just shout on them it is our side of karma if you shout on, on them that means we are doing wrong if you forgive them we are doing right But that is our side of it. What is his side? His side is still recorded in God's record that in innocence in in ignorance He committed a mistake And mistake is still recorded there are many Incidents that happens in our life by mistake, but it happens and when it happens it hurts people even by mistake we hit somebody The person will get hit, right? So he will get hurt. So there is nothing like, you know, by mistake or not knowingly or in ignorance, every karma is recorded for for its fruits. So we certainly need to be more vigilant about our actions, our thoughts. Even if in ignorance we think something wrong, it is wrong. Even in ignorance innocence, we commit some mistakes It's a mistake and it will be recorded as mistake in our own in our ledger so our God is recording every actions whether we commit it in Ignorance in innocence or willingly or unwillingly Every action is getting recorded. It is just that the the fruits of those actions will differ if you do some mistake willingly, then the fruit will be very harsh. If you do some mistake innocently, then the fruit will be different. But you are not forgiven. There is no forgiving of karma. Karma has only one result. Karma only results into actions unless you burn it out in yoga. Otherwise, karma is not uh, forgiven. Karma always comes into result.
8: Thank you. But Vijayji, this is again sorry, a follow-up question on this one. But when you realize it, when you say pachata, right? So the 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 effect of karma should be either withdrawn or should be minimized at least to the least, right? So something like I know you already yes. mentioned it.
3: No, yeah, it's a very good question, and let me uh, just clarify this aspect because this is definitely very important to understand. See, when we do pashchataap, let's say we did some mistake in our life, and we do not do pashchataap for it. So, what will be the repercussion of that? If we did some mistake and we did not do pashatap, there is absolute high chances. That you'll repeat the same mistake again because for you it is not a mistake. So, what are we doing? We are building upon that karma, we are strengthening that karma. But when we do paschata, what do we do? We break the thread of that karma, we just give a full stop to that karma right then and there, and we commit not to repeat the same mistake again. That is the beauty of paschata. So, that That is how it is said you alleviate yourself you you basically raise yourself above the effect of that karma Otherwise that karma would have influenced you to repeat the same karma again and again But by doing pressure you came out of the effect of that karma So now whatever karma you did only that much you are born to bear uh, bear the outcome of it, but future is secured because you did Pascheta for it. So in future, you're not going to repeat the same karma again.
8: Thank you Vijay.
7: Okay, so
0: if there are any more questions, we can still take it. I think we have a few more minutes. Uh, If not, then we will move on to next section.
9: this is Rashmi and uh, I have uh, same regarding uh, this topic I have uh, some question. so my question is like suppose like my gut feeling was telling me that uh, what we are doing the karma is wrong but uh, the situation or environment or like the um, that time we just lost the temper and we did it and But we realize that we what we are doing, it's not um, correct, but again, we are trying to uh, think that I will not do, but the same pressure is coming that again, you are doing. So what is the solution for that?
3: <laughs> we behave uh, the way uh, we are. Uh, we have shaped our character. So, because of some wisdom, we are at least able to know that. Oh, this is where I am going wrong. This is where I am going right. At least we have developed that much of wisdom. So, that is the very that is the very good sign of improvement for our uh, life. That, at least, we have started noticing that. Oh, I should not show my temper and uh, there are people who just don't bother they just lead the life ignorantly carelessly so this is the very first step the very first step is to recognize the points which we need to improve upon it is very good sign that we have started introspecting looking at things where am i faltering what is something which i need to improve on this is the very first step and the second step is to become conscious of it. That's it. We just be very conscious of it. So that we lead life in certain length, certain let's say, months and years with that level of consciousness that I do not have to lose my temper in this situation. When we are conscious about it for certain length of time, automatically that becomes our nature so till that transition of nature happens we have to lead the life little more consciously and when that becomes very natural to us you don't have to pay that much attention to it it will happen naturally then that's all it is yeah thank you
5: thank you priya
1: uh, vidiji i have a question um so suppose think that somebody is pressurizing you and uh, you're feeling uh, very depressed, and then you don't do a bad karma. But then there's a thought in the mind that says, like, the 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 depression I had, the the problem I suffered. I wish he or she also suffers one day, and then that person would know. Just a thought for some time, and then you realize, oh no 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 no, I'm doing something wrong. Uh, I should not think like that. So the little moment of thinking is it? Will it be counted? <laughs>
3: see our guru says that Kaik vāchik, manasik karma the karma is happening constantly at one or the other level karma is happening at the physical level you know with our indriyas. karma is happening with our speech and the karma is happening in our thoughts so, every bit of karma. And that is why just think about it. There is only one karma yoni. Just think about it. In, in all these infinite kinds of species, the human is the only species where the soul accumulates karma. All other species are not counted as a karma yoni, meaning they are counted as a bhog yoni. They are born to prarabdha, they lead a prarabdhic life, they lead a life driven by their prarabdha. Only in the human life we have freedom to do our own actions and change the course of actions. Now, think about it if the human life is, let's say, the span of life is max in these current days, let's say 100 years, in these 100 years itself we are able to accumulate enough karma to go through infinite life and death cycle before we come to the human life again if we are really leading a careless life in one life itself we accumulate so much of karma which becomes sufficient for us to go through god knows how many years Maybe the yugas and yugas, there are people in Vihangam Yoga who secretly Swamiji has revealed that he was in mahabharat Kal, And this person, just think about it. It's been 10,000 years. And even now that soul is in this, and now he has come to the human life. So all those 10,000 years. He was in all different lives. So, our one human life of 100 years span is enough to accumulate that much of karma. That much powerful the karma accumulation is. And how we are accumulating that much of karma? Because we are constantly accumulating it. If not in action, if not in speech, then in thought. So, every bit of thought that we gather in our mind is counting on us it is counting for our future course of life whatever we think whether for a moment maybe temporarily just instantly we thought something and then we we corrected ourselves no no no, i should not have thought this because i don't want to get bound to this karma but the job is done you already thought about it how did you even think about it so every bit of our life is counted every bit of our life when you think about it even instantly even that thing is counted so we have to be pure to that level where we naturally become a good human being if we are forcing ourselves to become good human being it means it's a good sign it's a good sign so definitely it's a transition moment where we are trying to become trying to evolve uh, you know, to become the purest self. But we have not reached that far, so of course, uh, there'll be these transition moments where we have to force ourselves, we have to correct ourselves. But we have to keep doing that effort because more you keep putting your effort towards that direction, slowly and slowly you will evolve. And when naturally, this kind of thought will stop coming to us. It will all be very optimistic. It will all be very divine and progressive thought. So it, it needs practice. And this is what we are doing. Everything, the life is a practice. Life is a practice ground. We have to practice to become a good human being. And only when we practice to become a good human being, we become a good human being. Thank you. Thank you,
7: Vijayji.
0: So I hope Selena, uh your question is answered.
1: Yes, uh, Srirangji, it's perfectly answered. Vijayji has explained it so with, with so much of clarity. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. So let's move on to the next section of the uh, session, which is, you know, we are going to conclude the session with uh, Aarti, short version of Aarti, uh, Vandana, Aarti, and Shantipat. I would request. Um, um, I would request Aishwarya Ji to recite Vandana. Vandana is the prayer through which uh, we seek blessings from uh, Sadhguru for wealth, health and spiritual knowledge. Oh, over to you, Aishwarya.
1: Thank you. Prabhu Kalpa Samaja Acharya Jiminatya ashrita श्री तस्यं दुखे कार्य हैं सत्य संत समाज तेरा। Back to
0: you. Thank you, Aishwarya. The next prayer is Aarti. With Aarti, we acknowledge the power of Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, freedom, and peace. I request everyone to stand up for Aarti and I request Aishwarya to recite Aarti.
1: Kurumura tigati chandra maar seva kanayana chakor. Palaka palaka nira khatara hai. Kurumura tikiyar. Shweta shweta maya shweta hai. Shweta shweta maya shweta. Tina pada Ashtashakras of Ashunya Par, Tara the Rake Par, Tahasada for the Kirkia, Pulipada Sansar. Thank you, back to you. Thank you, Ashur. So, final prayer
0: is Shanti Bad. I would request everyone to sit down for Shantipat. Uh, with Shantipat, we chant for peace for everyone uh, in this universe. May hey, Sadhguru bless the entire cosmos with love, peace and prosperity. Um, back to you, Aishwarya, for reciting Shantipat. E
1: hey, Prabhu Shanti swarupo, Shanti Shanti Maya shanti. Shanti, shanti, jana shanti ho, poorna shanti maya shanti. He prabhu shanti pradaanagar, sarva shanti, deva sada shanti maya. Shanti Shanti Sukhashanti Bolye Sadhgurudeo Bhagwan Ki Jai.
0: Thank you, Ashuria, so, uh, for a wonderful recitation of Mandana Arti and Shanti I would like to thank everyone of you to. Uh, take your uh, take time out of your busy schedules for your spiritual growth uh, special thanks to Aishwarya, Vijay Ji, Megha Ji, Ra- uh, Yogesh Ji, Chitra Lekha Ji, Tejinder Ji, Anand Ji, Neel Ji, venkat Narayan Ji, Sanjana Ji, Ji and Rashmi Ji for their active participation this uh, today's uh, satsang was really um, you know the, everybody showed interest and there was a lot of questions so I learned a lot from this satsang. And um, I, I hope that uh, we all join next time and show the same enthusiasm next time. Um, Jai Sadhguru. Jai Sadhguru. Jai